Hi, pals. This is Blaine Hill from the Lake Murray Presbyterian Church in beautiful, sunny, cool South Carolina, Chapin, South Carolina, bringing you a devotional today from the what we think might be the first letter uh, in the New Testament, the first writing in the New Testament, Paul's first letter to the church in Thessalonica, 1 Thessalonians. Thessalonians. I'm coming to you today from my home, uh, not from church. We worked out uh, most of the technical challenges for streaming out of the church. And now, um, instead of practicing that, trying to bring you a good devotional um, here from my house. Um, setting up a little bit of uh, an in-house studio, which is kind of what I want to talk to you about today. So let me read uh, the passage from First Thessalonians, and then we can, uh, we'll, we'll jump into it. This is the very beginning of the letter. Paul writes, Paul, Sylvanius, and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace. That's how Paul begins his letter. A little background uh, will help us a great deal to apply this to our own lives. Paul, Sylvanius, and Timothy are sending this letter to the church in Thessalonica. Why are they doing that? Well, it's perfectly obvious, but not something we think about. They are writing the letter to the church in Thessalonica because they can't be there themselves. They would prefer to be there, but they've been run out of town. Um, There are a lot of places that we would prefer to be and people we would really like to spend time with, but we can't right now. Uh, And we can't for a different reason than being run out of town. Uh, We've been pressed back into our homes because of this virus, Um, but the situation is somewhat similar. We can't be with the people we want and we miss them. That's how Paul and Sylvanus and Timothy felt about the people uh, and particularly the church members in Thessalonica. They cared about them, they loved them, and they wanted to be with them, but they couldn't. So what does Paul do? Paul writes them a letter. Now that that seems perhaps a little old fashioned to us, though maybe we, some of us have the time now to do it, but it seems a little old-fashioned, writing physical letters. And, uh, but that's what Paul does. He can't, and Sylvanus and Timothy, they can't be with the people they love, so they find a way to reach out to them. Now, uh, we may think of letters as a little old-fashioned, uh, but at the time, it was the cutting-edge technology, and it took a lot of work. For Paul and Sylvanus and and Timothy to to be able to write this letter, of course, they had to learn to read and write, which they probably grew up knowing, but that was not nearly as common in their day as it is in ours. Almost everyone can read and write to some degree now uh, here in the United States, but in that day, it was less common. So uh, if they hadn't been able to read and write, they could have gone to the marketplace and paid someone to write write the letter for them uh, at their dictation. But but we're confident that Paul uh, and Timothy uh, and Sylvanus were, were literate people. So for them to write, what did they do? Did they just pull out their pen, their ballpoint pen, and start writing on paper? No, of course not. Uh, in their day, it was a lot harder. They had, to, uh, they had to either buy, which would have been expensive, ink, or make it themselves, probably. They had to devise a pen, probably from a feather. And then they had to find some parchment, which they would have bought and was very expensive. So they would have been able to compose this letter. We have things we want to say to people, and uh, we, we could put them together. But then they had to have a way to deliver them. And uh, unlike today, you couldn't simply drop a letter into the local Roman mail. The Roman Empire did have a, an elaborate mail system, but it wasn't simply available 
uh, to be used by anyone. It was largely for official purposes, which meant that Tim, uh, Paul uh, had to arrange for someone to go to Thessalonica and actually deliver the letter. That was possible. It didn't have to be someone you knew closely. You might, if you were in trade, you might be able to hire someone. Uh, but if you wanted to know that it got there, you had to know the person who was going to take it. Uh, so you had to arrange for someone to take it, which was hard because remember the whole point that Paul is sending the letter is because they can't go themselves. Uh, so that's a little more complicated than we think. Now, why am I bothering to tell you all this? Well, I think it's important for us to recognize that the the letters of the New Testament, indeed the Gospels too, were written because people could not be with one another to some degree or to another. They wanted to be together, but they couldn't. And they were separated. Sometimes that separation was for political strife, as in Paul's case. Sometimes that separation was due to, well, again, politics. John was on Patmos writing the book of Revelation. Uh, and then in other cases, particularly we can think of the gospel according to Matthew, much of that was written down because people realized that they would not be present for the uh, to, to share the gospel with the next generation. The church was recognized that they were growing older and were passing away, where some of them were being martyred in the faith. And so they would not be present to be able to share and to tr the gospel and to train others. So they wrote it down. We have people we want to share the faith with as well. Uh, we have people that, friends in the church, we love and want to encourage. I'm sure you do. In fact, you are those friends to me. Uh, and that's why I've uh, gone, you know, we've gone to the trouble of learning how to do things like Facebook Live and to do Zoom calls. It's really amazing. We have, at Lake Murray Presbyterian Church, we now have uh, at least two Sunday school classes and our knitting group uh, are using um, teleconferencing capacities. We have our Thursday Bible studies probably going to start that. I'm hopeful that the Journey Sunday School class will also start using electronic means to meet together. So all of this is to, to say, when we open the, the New Testament, it can be, feel very foreign to us. But I want you to see that the challenge that we're facing, being separated from each other for reasons that we didn't pick, that's not new to the situation of the church. The church has been accustomed to communicating in difficult circumstances for 2,000 years. Um, and so we, this, the same Holy Spirit that equipped Paul and Sylvanus and Timothy to be able to encourage the church in Thessalonica, and we can imagine perhaps the church in Thessalonica went back to them. The same spirit that gave them the imagination and vigor to communicate is working in us. There are people that you want to see, and you can't see them physically. There are people that you want to visit with, and you can't do that in person right now. But there are ways that we can be in touch with each other. Uh, the telephone is an obvious one. So many of you are, I've gotten emails from lots of folks. And maybe that's the way you want to be in touch. Um, this uh, Facebook video uh, is a way for us to share the gospel together. Um, so let me read that passage again for us. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy, to the church of the Thessalonians, and God the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you, and peace. That's the message that Paul starts out with. Even in that phrasing, he's using the latest technology of the day, the letter. That's how letters were structured in that day. You started by introducing who the writer was and then saying who you were writing to and then a little greeting. 
And that same greeting we can share with each other. Uh, right now I can see that Carolyn Owens is watching and Ken Sullivan are, are watching this video. And so I can say uh, grace to you and peace. And I like to, I, I like to think there's going to be somebody who might watch this later. And so to you, I say grace to you and peace. What I want you to know is that even though we're separated for this time by this virus, physically, uh, we are not divided. We're able to communicate with each other. We can't go up and uh, extend a handshake or hug one another in the way we would like to, or even nod across the room in the way we would like to at each other, or, or to grumble about something together, laugh about something and share a story. We're still together, and we can still be uh, together uh, in some way. Just as Paul and Sylvanus and Timothy, they were together in one place, but they longed to be with their other brothers and sisters in the church of Thessalonica. There are challenges in this, of course. Uh, there's some theories that maybe uh, one of Paul's letters to, or more than one, got lost, perhaps in, tran in transmission, perhaps afterwards. We don't know. We won't know. Um, and in the same way, there are challenges to communicating this way. Uh, I forgot to tell the kids that I was going to do Facebook Live, so they've been just running their life, hanging out in the hallway, and I wonder if you hear them now. But that's okay. You still are able to hopefully hear the good news of God's love and God's peace in Jesus Christ. And we learn and we grow in how to communicate. You can see Paul increasing in his skill as a letter preacher if you read through his letters. And we can imagine that the church learned how to receive information from the letter instead of just through uh, in-person preaching, which would have been far better, where Paul could have smiled at them or, or frowned at them when he was stern, and they would have known exactly what he meant so much more clearly. Um, Still, it is through these documents, through the technology of the day that the Church of Jesus Christ flourished, that reinforced and re-echoed the preaching that Paul was doing, that Ma the teaching that Matthew was doing, the, the pastoring that John was doing. Uh, though we are separated from one another, we are still united in the power of the Holy Spirit. I hope this word is encouraging to you. And maybe it encourages you a little bit to think, hey, what are the ways that I can foster my relationships with Christians in the church uh, or simply with people I know to share uh, in some word or deed, just the act of reaching out to share my care for my neighbors. Uh, we, need, we have so much more technology and ways to reach people. And so it's good for us to reach out. And I want to encourage you to use the means that we have. Maybe you even do what Paul did and write an old-fashioned letter. It has quite an impact today where everything else just disappears into the air. Well, brothers and sisters, uh, I, I really do hope and pray that you are encouraged uh, by the power of the Spirit this day. Uh, and I want to remind you, we will be coming to you for worship this Sunday morning. Uh, I'm looking forward to preaching a wonderful story from the, towards the end of the Gospel of John. Um, and you can watch that at 8.30. You can participate uh, through streaming here on Facebook. It's also on our, our website and on YouTube. This may be the best place to watch it if everything's working, as we hope it will. Uh, and then at 10.30, we'll be streaming on Facebook again. We will uh, also have drive-in worship. And the key to drive-in worship is uh, that you pull in so you can see us, and then you stay in, stay in your car. Hopefully, it'll be a pretty day. You can't, we can't get out and greet friends, unfortunately. But stay in, 
and then tune in to 87.9. We have a small FM transmitter. Uh, so uh, even uh, though the sound system won't transmit everywhere uh, to the cars, you should be able to hear quite clearly um, by tuning in to 80, 87.9. Uh, really, it is good to see you all there, and I'm glad that you're enjoying this. If uh, you haven't, there's a thumbs up button somewhere there. Uh, if you would hit that, uh, and if you did enjoy this, I want to encourage you to share it on your Facebook page and, and to say that you enjoyed it. Uh, and if you, uh, hey, Karen, she just tuned in, so we're just catching up with her. Uh, about to wrap up, but Karen, uh, that prompts me to say, hey, this is, in a few minutes, this should all be available uh, on, on Facebook Live. Uh, ben and I try to bring uh, four of these to you every week on Monday through Thursday. Uh, so you can tune in. I've been shooting for one o'clock, but that hasn't always happened. And we'll, we'll give it a big try to continue to do that. Uh, I want to say that uh, I certainly love you and miss seeing you in person. Uh, and if there's anything the church can do uh, to be of service to you, uh, I hope that you'll reach out. Uh, give me a call. Give Ben a call. Reach out to us by email. I would really love to hear from you. Um, and even if it's just to have that use that technology to be encouraged or to encourage. Um, and uh, it's great uh, to check in with you. So I'm going to finish with a word of prayer, and then uh, we'll see you again soon. Heavenly Father, we are glad to have uh, a chance to be connected, not simply by the technology of the day, letters or Facebook or whatever, but by the power of your Spirit. God, I pray for your blessing on everyone who's watching and listening or will do so and that we might be a light to shine in our, in our communities. God, we do ask for your protection, that you would guard us and that you would keep us and not only healthy in body, but strong in spirit. We pray in Christ's name, amen. Well, bye pals. Uh, it's good to touch base with you and uh, y'all stay well.